And just like that, Hidden Nation, welcome to the program. It's Josh Carey right here on 710 WOR, the voice of New York. And you know what? Anytime you wish, day or night, on that free iHeartRadio app, you want to hear this show and other shows in our catalog? You want to hear shows just like it or whatever is striking your fancy in that moment? It's the free iHeartRadio app is your window to that. To download it, make it happen. I've got a great program for you today. Get this. We're joined by Garo Didion, who is a psychic medium, a healer, and a life coach. But guess what? We're probably going to focus much more on the psychic medium part because for one thing, I'm fascinated. I love this topic, and I know you will too. Hidden Nation, Garo, thank you for joining the program. Thank you, Josh. I'm very excited about this because you've been doing this for years, but in so many different variations. What I mean by that is, first of all, congratulations on your book. It's um, uh, uh, since 2019. It is Light of Light, and it really outlines your journey from birth to where you are today. Um, It's available on Amazon, dear listener. Uh, Great reviews. You'll see for yourself. Go in with an open mind and it won't take long to see that this is, I literally couldn't put it down. This is what I was telling you before we uh, got on the air here. But one of the words that you take with pride, and I say that because I'm ignorant by every sense of the definition, just a lack of knowledge, the word exorcism and an exorcist, that's you, right? And you have experience with that. First, please set the tone. What does that word really mean, and what is it? Well, exorcism in the most basic form is the removal of negative energies, entities, uh, curses, hexes, anything that is negative and unwelcome from the person. Let's call them the patient or the sufferer. And I uh, never really saw myself as an exorcist. I was thrown to the deep end, and I came face to face with someone who was suffering with something like that, from a case of uh, what we term as an attachment. Attachment is like the halfway point between a full exorcism, uh, a full uh, possession, or just the start of it. So she had an attachment, and I did not know that this was the case. I started my healing process with her because physically she was unwell. And during that process, that's when I picked up there was something wrong with her and it affected me. And of course, it scared me a lot. But I had to continue because once you start, you can't just leave someone and uh, move on. And I had to continue with uh, uh, with the process of healing, stroke exorcism. And uh, I had to be brave. I had to be strong. And later, when I thought about it in hindsight, I thought, well, if I manage that, maybe I can manage to do others as well to help them. And it's been uh, uh, my mission ever since. And you've been you've been doing this, practicing this inside the church, at least to start. Right. You were doing it strictly on a volunteer basis. Absolutely. I wouldn't take any money for it. It was pure donations that were handed out to the church. I never benefited. In fact, it cost me money to go and attend 
and pay for lunches and so forth. So uh, uh, it wasn't done for any commercial success whatsoever. Uh, however, the end result was great. Uh, I uh, uh, Eventually the word spread and I had people uh, flocking to the church and waiting all the way outside. There was uh, always a queue of people with different ailments, different problems who wanted to see me. And uh, uh, I loved the actual service itself. It made me feel uh, uh, totally fulfilled that I'm actually doing something very positive and helping those people who would come in. And you could physically see them, Josh, with problems. Uh, and they transform right before our eyes. Um, it was quite an experience. So what's fascinating is, you know, I'm not telling you anything that there's a certain stigma that some people feel about this industry, right? Uh, and the fact that you were not benefiting commercially really speaks volumes. Uh, but what, what were you actually doing? How close can you get me to understand what was happening when you were doing that process? Uh, my reward in the process uh, was the fact that I'm uh, in the privilege and honor to be in service of God, because I am a Christian, I believe in God and Christ. That gave me the, the, the uh, satisfaction. The process itself, I open up with a prayer, and I have my grandfather's uh, uh, Bible. He was a Christian, and he believed in Christ. And I have his Bible with me. I always kept some holy water with me, holy oil with me. And I do the sign of the cross on the patients with the holy water, sprinkle some on them. And uh, then I put the Bible on their head and I'd say a prayer. Now, the thing is, it wasn't cinematic or dramatic. It was genuine because I prayed for them, believe it or not, from my heart, even though they are strangers. I prayed from my heart, and I put the Bible with conviction that we are going to win through this. There's no turning back. There's no doubt in my head that I am going to emerge the winner, not because of me personally, but because I'm fulfilling the message of Christ here. And there would be different reactions. Some people would react and feel sick. Some people would become aggressive. I was attacked by a female once. And the strength on her, it took three people to, to uh, really uh, uh, stop her in her tracks because uh, it, she was overwhelming. The screams that she was letting out were horrific. And her voice actually changed from that of a female to a male. So it was uh, quite an experience. Yeah. So we used to get all of these things. Yeah. So this was because you you were extracting the dark energy? Well, uh, perhaps a bit of both, perhaps provoking, extracting, perhaps mm. trying to uh, uh, get it out uh, and it didn't want to leave. And there is also the confrontation from the dark side where they know what you're doing and they, they don't want to leave without a battle. Mm. So I said that um, I've read... Um, a good portion of your book, which uh, is is a page turner. 
right? It, it documents your, your upbringing, your life when you first, when you were uh, as young as eight years old and you first started seeing spirits and trying to make sense of this. But at the same time, my goodness, you went to boarding school and other boarding schools. Um, you did not have the easiest childhood. Now we can all, myself included, uh, I relate to it because I had my own version, right, of isolation, of bullying, of tormenting. And perhaps most important that I've always felt, and it seems like I got the same impression from you, was as a child, as a young adult trying to navigate all this, not understanding why in the world is it happening? Why am I being targeted like this? Am I reading that right? Absolutely. Uh, this was a major uh, torment for me to grow up with because I always used to wonder, why am I being singled out here? Why? What have yeah. I done wrong? And there would be uh, a lot of uh, resentment and hatred from people towards me that I couldn't make sense of. Eventually, as I grew, I started to understand and uh, I started to feel perhaps me being me. I'm probably... I'm giving out an energy that's provoking them, that's irritating them. And maybe that's the cause. Because I couldn't think, until now, I can't think of a reason as to why they hated me so much, why they uh, picked on me so much. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them uh, suffered uh, themselves later in life. Uh, I've heard many of them have uh, had divorces, broken homes, so forth unhappy lives, basically. And I don't want to wish that on any of them, despite the fact. Um, still, it's sad that uh, people would go to these uh, extraordinary levels of uh, provocation and bullying others. I don't know what satisfaction they got from it. So what have we learned? Because um, I'm still trying to make sense of that part of my life, trying to, quote unquote, come to terms with it. So what have you learned? Why were they responding what was your role in it? The one thing, Josh, that I drew a parallel with is my service as an exorcist, as a healer. I started to see that the entities that I am coming up against uh, possess the same qualities in those people from my past. These entities provoke, bully, and attack me. Mm. So perhaps... Perhaps that was my molding to to prepare me for the years to come and my service. Because if you're not prepared to do the work, if you're not prepared to be in service, and if you're not prepared inwardly, then you will fail as an exorcist. And you will do more damage to the patient and you will do more damage to yourself as well. So perhaps I think maybe there is that thing in the past that played a positive thing here in that uh, I, I grew to uh, become more acquainted with my fear, with my weakness. So I was better prepared. So you, I, I want to connect some dots in your life, um, the upbringing. Uh, I said when you were a young child, you started experiencing, um, what's the word? When uh, spirits, seeing spirits, yeah. Communications, yeah. Yeah. You started seeing that. And then um, around the same time, you, which this is fascinating, I'd love to hear your take on this. You spent more than enough time 
in a hospital with your eyes bandaged shut for weeks. That's true, yes. Due to multiple operations. Your eyes were bandaged shut 24-7 for weeks. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, correct. I was blind for for weeks, and I had to uh, basically rely on my senses. And uh, I would... Uh, I didn't know when it was night, when it was morning. Uh, and uh, being in the hospital, I had uh, people who were in pain. Hospitals back then were not the same as they are now. Medicine How old were you? I was probably five, six. Oh, you were that young with the yes. operations? Yes. That's the beginning because I had four in total. So the first ones, I, I was five or six, and then probably at nine and 12, that, that sort of consequential, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, uh, the, the stay in the hospital was quite an experience because I would be blind uh, uh, for, for weeks, and I'd hear the other patients, and you hear them moaning at night because the poor things, they're suffering, they're in pain, and you hear them like, you know, uh, uh, you know, and that was terrifying for me as a little child, for me to hear that, because that is a sound we attribute to, let's say, a ghost or something. So right from the beginning, I was uh, thrown to the deep end yet again. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, you're blinded for weeks on end in a hospital bed as young as four and five and eight and nine and ten. Um that had to have, no matter where your life took you, that had to have allowed you to grow other senses? Yes, absolutely. What do we, how do we attribute to how that directly related to where you are today? Well, uh, that again played into uh, where I am now because I, I have a, a visual disability which the operations could not uh, uh, take away or, or put right. So it's made me uh, go with my senses. I rely more on my senses as opposed to uh, visually. Uh, I don't perceive things visually like you, yourself, like you guys do. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I don't rely on my eyes as much. I can watch a movie, enjoy the movie and so forth, but I don't pick up the details. I rely on my senses more. So that was the fine tuning, I would say, from my childhood. So... Could one argue that the fact that you've uh, been gifted the, I mean, because we should all be able to rely on our senses more and more and more, you're obviously at a deeper level. Is it literally that, that allows you to do what you're doing or are there other things in it? Like if somebody could learn to really rely on their senses like you're saying you do is that what allows you to do what you do or is it more i think it's a combination of uh, relying on my senses as well as uh, uh having faith i mean i've always had faith i've always been strong in my faith so if you have faith within yourself and you have faith in you and faith in faith in god and so forth then i feel that's uh, the major ingredient to the whole thing the other stuff is technical so some people never go through some, uh, some of the things i went through and yet they're incredible mediums and they can get uh, they have very good senses as well i think everyone gets uh, uh, prepared 
in their own way through the process. So you you spent your your young life knowing what you're almost what you're capable of, what you're experiencing, what you're seeing. Certainly those around you mocked, laughed, ridiculed, which I'm sure you still get today, right? Not everybody embraces this concept. Um, So then you went, you you were always involved in the church. You did the readings and only until recently you made this a commercial endeavor. Tell me about that switch. Um, About a year ago, I decided for, uh, for uh, financial reasons that I need to do something to supplement my income. Uh, so I was advised by people who I've uh, consulted with in the church who have come to see me. They said, look, you told us things that were quite incredible. So we have received readings from you. Uh, they were very valid. You've contacted uh, my dead mother, my dead dad or whatever. So why don't you turn this into a commercial uh, uh, enterprise here? And I thought it was a long struggle for me, Josh, because I don't want to tarnish it with money. But then I had to really pray and ask for an answer. And I received my answer is that don't be greedy. Keep it down to earth. Get a modest sum. Give them more than you can give, more than they deserve. Give them a lot. So I started doing it for the past uh, year or so, and uh, I give my heart and soul to every single person who I meet, and it turned out to be quite uh, good um, for them and for me as well. So you do these online? I do these online. The psychic mediumship readings are online via Zoom, WhatsApp, or uh, Facebook Messenger, and we connect it it can be anywhere in the world as long as they have an internet connection. And I do have people from all over the uh, the world. Is it always about those who have passed on uh, revealing themselves and coming through? Is that it? It depends on the 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 what is installed for the person who's receiving the the reading for to the client. I mean, uh, if the client is supposed to be. Uh, to receive a link from, let's say, their late husband, their late uh, wife, their parents, these people will probably come through for them. It depends on where they are, what they're supposed to be receiving, and that's what they will be receiving. When I'm doing other sort of work, for instance, if I'm doing, uh, uh, I recently worked uh, with a client and uh, solved the murder case. Very sadly, her brother was uh, murdered. and I saw the whole thing in my head and I relayed the message to her and she acknowledged it. He was murdered in Mexico and very sadly, the police closed the file. They didn't want to go there for reasons that they know. Um, and uh, I gave her exactly what happened and why he was murdered. And uh, she acknowledged all of it. She recognized the people I described, including a brother and everyone else involved here. So you solved the case? Well, I solved it to her. Yes, I confirmed it That's to her. That's what I mean. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, give me another uh, example of something powerful you've achieved. Oh, well, um, uh, one of the, I'm not going to go to the darker ones, but I'm going to go to a lighter one. I was giving a reading to a, a lovely lady uh, called Alison. And Alison 
uh, and I, we connected. She booked me for an online reading. Now, I'm going to use uh, 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 just uh, different names here to sure. protect people's identities. So anyway, we started the reading. And the first thing that I saw, Josh, is I saw this youngish girl, say around 16, and she had a uh, uh, light, uh, not light, but darkish blonde hair, like brown, dark, and beautiful bluish eyes. And I could see her in my mind's eye that she's positioned a few meters away from me. And she was looking at me like with intrigue. And I said, Alison, there's a young girl with this description here. Alison couldn't place her. The girl wouldn't go away. So I went back to her and I said, listen, the girl is not going away. She is connected with you. And she would, uh, again, she wouldn't recognize it. So in the end, the girl started communicating. She showed me a branch, a tree branch, and she showed me the tree branch breaking. And uh, so I relayed this to Alison and I said, Alison, I can see a tree branch and it, and it breaks. She literally fell off her seat. And she goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I said, what, what's wrong? She said, uh, <clears throat> I'm a head scout. What, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm a scout leader. Uh, and a few years ago, uh, there, uh, one of my scout girls, uh, we were out uh, scouting or whatever you call it. And she said she got into a hammock and she was resting and she was sleeping in a hammock. And. For some reason, the branch broke and the poor girl fell and she hit her head on some rock and she passed away in consequence. So she said, she's not linked to me, but I know this girl. In fact, her parents lived near me. So um, she informed the parents that their daughter had actually come through for her. Mm. And the parents both booked me for a session. And she came for them as well and made a link. The father is uh, a numbers man. He's from the financial world. So his world is logic. Two plus two mm -hmm. equals four. And the mom, they're both very, very lovely people. And the mom was very open to receive whatever I could give. And the evidence that came through was fantastic, private to them. The father ended up writing me a beautiful uh, note. Uh, uh, as feedback and he said there's no way on earth you could have known anything that you shared with us uh, today so this was a, an interesting case because this per, this girl she connected indirectly with a third party yeah. to connect with her parents so um, the person listening who who would best benefit from working with you um, what does that person want? What do they need? What are they looking for? It's the purpose of the reading. Uh, the bottom line here is that it will give them great benefit and healing. We can all benefit from getting a connection from the other side. There's always some sort of unfinished business because nobody knows for sure 100% that everything would have been addressed. Everything would have been uh, dealt with prior to somebody's passing. There's always room to say, I love you. I miss you. Uh, there's always room for healing. So for people who have been grieving because they lost loved ones as a result of an uh, accident or murder 
or 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 a tragic circumstance or whatever or disease there's always that uh, desire within them to reconnect to become more assured within themselves that their their loved ones are okay on the other side so everyone benefits from it even the ones on the other side they also benefit from the connection wow um i'm sure that this is one of the biggest last questions for a guest that i've asked but what is the other side like i don't know josh you don't i don't i don't profess to know uh it's something that we know that appears to be uh nice uh lighter than where we are but i can't tell you that i don't know what it is there are people who will sit here and give you descriptions. They'll tell you things. They'll say, I read about it here or there and so forth. I'm not from one of those people. Uh, I can't say what it's like, except when I see the connections I'm making, uh, the people who come through, first they share some of the difficulties during their passing or the result that ended up in their in their passing. But once that's through, they show me their, their true selves, how they are there. It's always with a big smile. There's always a beautiful warmth. It touches my heart and the clients. We feel that there's something beautiful there. But technical, I have no idea. So you don't fear death? Oh, no, of course not. Have you ever? Died? No, feared it. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't fear it, but of course, if you were to say that uh, uh, death is knocking on my door and in five minutes I'm going to go, then it's instinctively human to feel like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But, you know, but I don't live with that fear day to day anymore. I don't worry about it because I've made thousands of connections and I know that there is something. And I know I said last question, but there's there's just so much good here. Um whether you said this, implied it, I, I, I just want you to tie it up. Um, reading your upbringing, how did you overcome that and get to a better place? What did you put into place to 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 do that? I owe my uh, I owe my healing to a fantastic lady friend and therapist. She is also very psychic herself. In in fact, she's a very advanced being and soul psychotherapist and she helped me through she worked with me for about 10 years she took me from a dark place where i was because i uh, as a result of all the stuff i went through josh i lost my way i was in a very bad place yeah. you know psychologically mentally i was addicted to gambling uh drinking drugs you name it i was there uh so she picked me up and put me right and brought me back to my senses and then she realized that I am a healer at heart and that I am, you know, hoping to do some positive work. And when the exorcism gift emerged, she works further with me. So it took a total 10 years to be prepared to be able to deal with people, to work with people. Wow. Yeah. Garo Didion, psychic medium, healer and life coach. There you go. Uh, what can I say? Uh, where can people immediately go to get more information and to book you for those online readings? Uh, they're welcome to my website. I've got a shortened URL, 
that will take them straight to the website, which is ukxo.com. Follow the link, and that'll take you straight to my website. And uh, I appreciate being interviewed here, Josh. Thank you very, very much for this interview. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Garo, for opening up like you have. UKXO.com is the place. Also, head on over to Amazon to download and read Light of Light. It's available in physical form and also on Kindle, if that's your thing. That happens to be my thing. It's a no-brainer. Check it out. It is a page-turner. Garo, thank you so much. Dear listener, Hidden Nation, there you go. I hope it was time well spent. Boy, did the time just fly by. We're going to do it again before too long. Thanks for tuning in. For now, take care and be well.